Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Solid Love Podcast. Hello, and, everyone. And I'm here again with Mary, and it's really a blessing and a privilege mm-hmm. uh, to share with you thoughts and and uh, convictions that we have yes. about what a godly marriage is all about. Last time in episode 14, uh, we talked about uh, unity in marriage as it pertains to dealing with Guess what? In-laws, extended family, friends, opposite sex, special relationships, uh, and parenting. So Mm -hmm. if you haven't heard uh, that podcast, it's available, and it's episode 14. This time, episode 15, it's amazing, we're at episode 15. Can you believe that, honey? I know, by the grace of God. Man, Mm. I thought we'd run out of things to talk about. (laughs) Oh, never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're going to deal with marital unity as it pertains to finances. Mm-hmm. Finances, and this is a subject that is really important because all of us know it's 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 a subject that really causes a lot of conflict and tension mm-hmm. in marriages. Yeah, and sometimes even causes the breakup. Yeah, it's one of the main causes, and so it's important to have um, a right view, mm-hmm. not only of of what marriage is about but how it applies to this area of finances. Mm -hmm. And we want to really start off with a baseline. Uh, Money in marriage must be viewed from the point of view of our being one. Right. That's always step number one. Step number one. Mm -hmm. See, God is the one who has designed marriage. And from the beginning, he made them one. Right. Right. And we read um, in Matthew 19, verse 6, the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Mm -hmm. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. This is Jesus speaking. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? This is Jesus speaking. So so in reality, we need to see ourselves as one. Absolutely. Just like God sees us, that's the way we need to see ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so... Everything to do with our resources, mm-hmm. our incomes, um, what we make, what we bring to the table, we see it as coming into this one bag. Right. Basically, we need to have a view about our resources, that our resources uh, in and of themselves are really a blessing from the Lord himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're given to us for stewardship. Right. Right. And in Deuteronomy 8.18, the Lord says, but you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who is giving you the power to make wealth. Yeah. So it is He who gives you the power. Right. right. So even our income, yeah. we think we produce our income, and yes, we do. Right. But the ability to produce it yes. precedes that. It yeah. comes from Him. Right. The ability to produce it. Yeah. And then even uh, even everything in the world. All the resources in the world really belong to him in the first place. In the first place, exactly. Right? So like in Psalm 50, mm-hmm. verse 10, says that uh, every animal of the forest is mine. This is God speaking. Yeah. And the cattle on a thousand hills. He says, I know every bird on the mount- in the mountains and the creatures of the field, they're all mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we don't really even own anything. Yes, in the ultimate sense we in don't. In the ultimate sense, yeah. the ability... To earn income, right? The income that we bring in, right? He really owns it all, anyway. Right. We are, as you said, we're the stewards. 
So really we're bringing everything that God has given us into submission of this design. Mm -hmm. Right. And and that's what we're going to talk about. How does it what does that look like when we submit all our resources to him? Right. We know all of us that that we have a purpose that God has given us and that is to glorify him. Yeah. That's the ultimate purpose In to glorify everything. him. Mm -hmm. And so we as as Christians, you know, that's what we live for. Mm -hmm. Our marriages are to glorify God. And how we live and how we actually work out what this means, it's meant to glorify God. Right. So and, even in our finances right. as well. And right? if he sees us as one, yes. then we should be operating as one. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like uh, 1 Corinthians 10, yeah. verse 31. Just looking for it here. Yes. Um right here so whether you eat or drink yes or whatever you do mm -hmm. um, and i'll just add in whether you eat or drink or whatever you do whether you uh allocate your finances right. whatever you do <laughs> yeah do it all for the glory of god yes yeah that that matters so much seeing ourselves as one has a direct impact on how we handle money absolutely because we're no longer two mm-hmm like we said, all our resources go into one bag. Right. So on a practical level, this is where we're going to go now, mm -hmm. is that when we're dealing with finances, usually we're dealing with day-to-day -day expenditure, and we're dealing with priorities about that expenditure. Right. And then we're dealing with future plans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and goals. And goals. Mm -hmm. And so that becomes an issue, especially when things get tight. Mm-hmm. How do we handle a season of tightness, you know, or want, uh, and the dollar is not stretching far enough? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm oh. saying? <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> what, what do we do? Yeah. I think it goes back to, again, the whole goal is to glorify God. Right. And so there's a, there's two, two sides to this. There's the spiritual side, mm -hmm. and then there's the practical side. And so if our aim is to glorify God, we bring everything to him in prayer. Yeah. So you as a husband and a wife or a couple, you come together and pray about this first. Mm -hmm. And get your hearts in sync in terms of all these issues to be put in prayer, right? To right. be brought before the throne of God. And he is gracious, right? Mm -hmm. he, he's, we, we bring it to the throne of grace and we receive mercy and grace in our time of need. So prayer is really important. So... All the goals that you have uh, for the future, or even in the present. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes what we, we've done is we've we've started out the year like this. We say, okay, what are the goals that we have? Right. right? And we put a list down. You know, mm -hmm. we've got to do this, got to do this. Uh, or um, we want to do, do this. Or we want to do this. Yeah. And you make a list. Mm -hmm. and, and it's amazing. And you, you pray about that list. And then the following year, you check and see, okay, let's see. Let's see what we were able to do. Right. And we're able to rejoice together mm -hmm. exactly uh, because of what God has done. Right. And then, yeah. too, with that list yeah. and goals, you know, we will yeah. develop a plan, yeah. you know, because a goal is nothing if it, there's no plan right. to achieve it. And, and then it helps to help um, delineate priorities. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would God have us do? Right. You know? Um, and then there's also the issue under the spiritual side is worship. 
mm-hmm. that we, we actually want to worship God in the way we handle our resources. And this leads to this area of giving. Mm-hmm. And giving is a big part of worship, as you would know. And, yeah. Uh, I think you have a scripture, right? Yeah, I do. Proverbs 3, yeah. verses 9 and 10. Yeah. It's very pertinent. Um, it says, this is NIV, mm-hmm. honor the Lord with your wealth, with the mm-hmm. first fruits of all of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. So I think for us, it's always been a, a priority that yeah. we honor the Lord with our wealth. When we are putting together a budget, mm-hmm. um, we always make sure that's actually a the top line item it's, it's a top line item for us yeah, yeah. the top line item yeah. Yeah, yeah is is how we're going to um give back to the lord i mean everything we have is from him anyway anyway mm-hmm. yeah yeah and in second corinthians uh, paul says each one must give as he has decided in his heart not reluctantly or under compulsion because guess what for god loves a cheerful giver right and then it says in verse 8 that God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency, that's Mm -hmm. all sufficiency. Do you get that? That that means all sufficiency. You're going to be taken care of. Right. In all things, at all times, Mm -hmm. you may abound, abound in every good work. Right. That's powerful. 2 Corinthians 9. Yeah, it is very powerful. Yeah. We also have to have... An attitude of contentment. Absolutely. Because as most of you know, you go through seasons. Mm-hmm. Seasons of leanness. Mm-hmm. Maybe some seasons of plenty. But we need to also have an attitude of contentment with what God has given us. Right, because he is right. the giver. He mm-hmm. is He is the giver. You know, you may not be happy with where you are living now. You mm-hmm. may not be happy with a number of things and say, oh, if I had that or if I had this. And that can create a lot of unnecessary tension, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And anxiety. No, we need to be people that are content. And content and thankful. And thankful mm-hmm. with what God has given us. I believe we do have a scripture about that, right? Mm-hmm. It's in Philippians chapter 4. Right. Right. Maybe you can pull it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, Philippians 4, verses 11 and 12, Paul speaking. I'm not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And then verse 13, I can do everything through him who gives Mm, me strength. Everything. Yeah, everything. everything. Mm -hmm. I can fulfill that spiritual uh, admonition to be content because he gives me the strength. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Then also having an attitude of thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, giving thanks. And mm-hmm. that's that's a part of prayer, too. Absolutely. That we give thanks for whatever has God has given us mm-hmm. on a regular basis. We, Of course, if you, you know, when you go to church, um, as part of your giving, you're giving thanks mm-hmm. for what he has done. And so um, this should be a regular part, a very really should be an ongoing attitude. Right. Right? Yeah. In our hearts. And I think of how this really applies, um, especially in times when you're doing the math Mm -hmm. and you're like, we don't have enough. Right. And um, I I love 
all of the accounts in the Gospels when Jesus fed 4,000 or the 5,000. And there are several accounts. Some of them may be retelling of the same account by the different Gospel writers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but you can see that he did this more than once. And um, I look at the one in uh, Matthew 15 um, where Jesus fed the 4,000. Uh, and starting in verse 32, mm-hmm. you know, now Jesus had been healing people. There were just huge crowds, always a lot of crowds around him. Um, but he had been healing a bunch of people, and he called the, the disciples to himself and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me for three days, and they have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way. And then his disciples answered, well, where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? And Jesus responded, how many loaves do you have? Mm, mm. And they said, seven and a few small fish. So then Jesus told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took those seven loaves and the fish. And when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And in turn, they gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and afterward the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Their number of those who had eaten was 4,000, besides women and children. So I love that I love that account, and all of the accounts of this feeding the masses, because in each one, he always gave thanks. You know, he's like, well, what do you have? Yeah. And, and I like I think about that sometimes yeah, yeah. when we're doing a budget and maybe we have goals or priorities and things that we want to do that may exceed the budget. Well, what do you have? Yeah. You know, because God is always working with what we have. And and when the disciples gave him those loaves of bread and the fish, first thing he did, he gave thanks for them. Yes. Give thanks for what you do have. What you do have. And then you pray. Mm-hmm. Lord, help us, mm-hmm. you know, make this go further. Yes. You know, make this go further than we can see. Yes. It's such a powerful principle. And, you know, it's amazing that Jesus, who is the Son of God, who is God, gave thanks. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he gave thanks. We ought to be giving thanks. Be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he made it all. You think? I know, right? <laughs> and we have so much to be thankful for. Right, right. So, thank you for that, Mary. That's, You're that's, welcome. That's very, very insightful. Um, and then going to the practical, uh, we're going from the spiritual to the practical, and there's a word that you've heard us use, which is budget. Absolutely. Budget. There's budget. no way around that there's one. There's no way around it. And and I think some of the, what I call, behaviors that take away from unity are, we've heard of situations where people <laughs> have this, you know, one spouse will have a slush fund somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And the other spouse doesn't know what's going on in that fund, mm-hmm. you know. Or one spouse will say, "Well, all the money I get from this or whatever, uh, I'm going to keep for myself." It's my play money. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, how no. absurd! Right, right. How absurd! No, you're one. No, that's absolutely, one, absolutely. You know? um, now we're not talking about you know some you know sometimes you have a business and and the accounting and the finances of the business are tracked on their own but that doesn't mean that you know they're that both spouses are not supposed to monitor it at right. the same time in other words 
both of you should know what's going on. Right. Everywhere you have anything, both of you should know. Yeah. There should exactly. be transparency about yes. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So that you can come together, you can pray about it. Um, so this kind of behavior, um, I, I don't think it, it works towards oneness at all. Oh no, definitely right. not. Right. Yeah. And and it, it, it actually hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts the goal of what God has designed. And so we we want to stay away from that. Yeah. Right. And also, I think because marriage is designed so interdependently. Yes. Yes. Um, where, you know, we are interdependent. We we depend upon each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as opposed to, I, I've also heard of this type of a thing where, well, um, this is how much you need to put in. Mm-hmm. To meet the bills, and this is how much I need to put in to meet the bills. Like mm. we're gonna, we're living like roommates, right? Kind of a thing, right? You know, uh, you need to earn this much to meet the bills because there are times when that's, you know, I mean, look at us. I mean, all of our years of raising kids, yeah. And I have been, I was at home doing that, that's right? You know, with very little income, just a little side gig of tutoring, right? But, um. You were bringing in all the money. I mean, for if you were saying, "Well, you better, you know, crack the whip there, girly," <laughs> you got to pick, kick in your amount of of uh, of all the expenses, you know. But the input of both of us was different. Exactly. Yeah, but we we're still operating as a unit. As a unit. Yep. 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 Absolutely. So. So again, going back to that oneness, mm-hmm. anything, attitudes, behavior that take away from it is not helpful for the marriage no. at all. And so getting down to budget again, um, it's very important to track our resources, to yeah. be good stewards, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and you know, one of you probably are really good at it. Um, sometimes it's, it's, it can be it can be the wife, it can be the man, mm-hmm. um, and it shouldn't take away. Whoever is really adept and good at tracking should do the tracking. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we want to emphasize that the roles uh, still apply. Oh, yeah. So the husband is still the head. Mm-hmm. So if the wife is tracking the finances, he's still the head. Mm-hmm. And this it works out this way in our own marriage, right? Yeah. Um, Mary is very, very meticulous with money and finances, and so she has a, a gifting, and I've delegated that to her, and we both agreed, yeah, you're the best tracker. You track everything. But we come together, and we have budget reviews yeah. mm-hmm. and looking at um, how how we are spending, you know, what categories are off, what categories are on. And and then we, we make decisions together about, okay, where are we going to put this? Where are we going to take from, you know, um, how are we going to you know, if we if we're short in one category, mm-hmm. how are we going to make up for that category? Right. Um, and she will often defer to me. So, what do you want to have happen? She'll ask me as to how I want to decide how we implement some of these things. And 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 actually, it's it's a blessing because it's a sign of respect in a sense for the headship that I have in the home. But we're doing it together, right? You know, she's giving her input, and and I'm giving my input, but but still the dynamics of the roles that we have, we are applying even as we go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I take my role seriously as a helper. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, as 
you know, from Genesis, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, it's not good for the man to be alone. I'll make a helper suitable for him. Right. And so, um, you know, when we come together for budget reviews, mm-hmm. um, I bring all the information, mm-hmm. you know, this is how it is. This is where, uh, this is where the money has been going. You know, mm. we, I mean, we're all dealing with inflation right now. Right. And with uh, cost of certain things going up beyond what we would have expected. And so we have to come together and make a decision. I've got the numbers. I can tell you where things are at. And then we have to make a decision. We have to reallocate because of gas prices or utilities or whatever. Yes. I think the main thing is that you're coming together. Yeah, absolutely. You're coming together and you're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like I said, we, we have our routine. We have a way we come together and... Really, I mean, you know, most of the time we're just making the decision together. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, with how this dynamic of of the husband and wife roles, I mean, if we come to an impasse, right? I mean, Mary will always just defer to me, you know. She'll yeah, say, absolutely. Can you make a decision on it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and usually we, and she's happy with that. We, we make a move forward. Um, and so uh, the oneness Mm-hmm. issue is the key here yeah absolutely you, you know that you're not two two separate entities mm-hmm. you know that you know your resources and my resources and what my money and your money mm-hmm. that that doesn't work towards no. harmony in the marriage at all so to wrap this up um a couple of more things uh and i think we've kind of hinted at this is one you need total transparency about mm-hmm. about money Especially before you get married. Right, right. Yeah. You need to know what, what debts right. are being brought to the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, assets and debts. Assets and debts. Um, it's very, very, very important because, again, you have to bring all that together and they're going to be, it's going to be part of you, your, your responsibility now as oh, a yeah. unit. You're right? going to share that debt. You're going to share. Or the assets. I remember when we were engaged, yeah. you purchased two copies of Larry Burkett's book. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Complete Financial Guide for Young Couples. That's right. We bought the two copies and we both read it. And and that would, I mean, we don't hear much about Larry Burkett anymore. Now the equivalent or the modern day equivalent would probably be Dave Ramsey's Dave. book, Total Money Makeover. Right. But... Um, we were able, because of that, we were able to put together a um, preliminary version of a budget right. before we got married right. um, so that we could have some idea of um, like when we were going to, after we were married and we were going to live together, where would we, what kind of rent could we afford? You know, we had to get some basic concept, but it also gave us opportunity. Well, these are this is these are the debts I'm bringing in or right. you know these are the assets I'm bringing in right um because then you know my debts will be your debts <laughs> <laughs> oh boy or right. or vice versa oh vice versa yeah. uh um so yeah that that really helped us to be able to have that transparency at the front end yeah mm-hmm. really 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 important and, you know, another thing to remember is that when we do God things, God's way, guess what? We gain God's blessing. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. When we do things God's way, we, we it, it'll be a blessing for us. And so this is something to really aspire to. Yeah. Um, and not to shrink back from at right. all. Right. Um, 
And I hope you've been blessed by some mm-hmm. of these thoughts right. uh, about finances and, and unity in unity. marriage. Mm-hmm. Unity, unity, unity. We are one. God has made us one. I'm going to ask Mary to close us right now with a scripture from Ecclesiastes 4 and verse 9. Yeah. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Two are better than one. God's word always nails it, doesn't it? (laughs) Big time. Big time. Big time. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, and God bless you. And uh, hopefully, very soon, we will be back with you. Amen. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.